There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip. You won't be Sorry, go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh god, here it comes. Oh hot 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 And we're running. Got an email from a guy that says uh how do I handle it with this person in the office that hasn't watched a basketball game all year, has actually said to us when we talk about it, I can't even sit through a whole game, all of a sudden having an opinion about the Suns and telling us the details of what he knows? Do we call him out? Do we ridicule him? Or do we just tolerate? It's a good question. It's a bandwagon heaven. I think it's a trend or it's a... Uh, it's symptomatic when it happens. What playoff basketball, playoff the people baseball. People start acting like they know. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 something that you can't prevent. But the guy said, "I don't like basketball or whatever." Uh, but now he's in, and now he's completely in. And not only that, he's mouthy about what he's not seen all year. If you're one of those people, just recognize that you're one of those people. If you're one of those people that hasn't had a tie to anything all year with any sport, and then suddenly you're the foremost expert on what's going on, people don't like you. Like, it's like, ugh. So, you what know, if that guy, what Piper. if you'd say, hey, great to see you came around on liking basketball. Maybe, yeah, kill him with a little sugar. Put a little sugar on that. I like that. I'm sure that guy was the one at the store yesterday buying new Suns gear and right. everything else. No, I'm, I'm been, I've been look, a fan for years. I'm all I'm all on board hopping on. But you get, there's a certain way. You don't jump on and then tell everybody how the train should have been running the whole time. It depends on how heavy he goes or she, you know, like right. claiming that they've always been in. Right. But The girl next to me didn't know uh, the difference between Cameron Johnson and Cameron Payne. Like one looks like Beetlejuice and the other one's Cam Johnson. I mean, that's <laughs> – but she didn't. She had no clue. And uh, she was just screaming, all right, Payne, for the wrong Cameron every time. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, she's new, but she's involved. And uh, nobody's correcting her, which was the problem. And I think that's the case. It's a lot of times, Let's guys. Go chowder. And I'm all. I look. I admit it. I was a Suns fan for years and years. It was probably the most passionate I was in the '90s about anything. I had my Steelers and stuff, but there wasn't direct TV back then. I couldn't watch them every week. I could see the Suns every day, and I got crazy about it. Then 
the whole thing kind of went away for me when Robert Sarver started to destroy the team. I fully admit my bandwagon status right around the bubble team. I watched the bubble team. I started to talk about it. Like, I'm watching a lot of Suns, and they're fun to watch. I didn't predict this. So I got on. You dove in. I got on. And? And I dove in. You went full. Full yep. out. I'm like, I, this is you what know I know the team. This is what I wanted to do when I was a fan back in the day when I didn't have a dollar in my pocket, but I could watch it on TV. And now I'm like, hey, I can be that same fan. And get behind this team and actually, uh, you know, participate the way I wanted to back then. And it's fun. But I am I fully admit that I leapt onto this thing about two years ago and really just said, screw it, I'm going in. My buddy Mark and I both. We play basketball every day. And, uh, yeah, so we're back in. But you got to ease your way in. And, and now I feel like, yeah, I've watched pretty much every game for the last couple of years. I know this team pretty well. It is hard when some mostly a lady – at work, starts in with her emotional ebbs and flows with the, you know, Oh, they're done. That was terrible. But, Cam Crowder needs to stop. I'm like, yeah, okay, I want to talk Cam to you. Crowder. And I don't want to talk to her anymore. <laughs> By the way, my FanDuel bet last night hinged completely. $100 bet pays off eight grand. DeAndre Ayton had to hit the first shot of the game, or all of it's gone. DeAndre Ayton hits the first shot of the game. Oh, like, Off to a good start. I got everything I need here. Chris Paul needs uh, 12, 12.5 assists. Uh, I think DeAndre Ayton needed uh, 12 rebounds. I needed two threes from uh I like both of those. Crowder. Yeah, it's a gold mine. Two threes from Crowder. Even on a bad night, he's going to pop a couple. Campaign had to have two assists. And uh, somebody had to have 15. Oh, Cam Johnson had to have 15 points. The only one I got was DeAndre Ayton hitting the first shot. The hardest one. The wow. only one that hit and when he hit it, my buddy and I we slap high five. And I'm like, "This is done. This is done." That was the one thing. I, we'll the, be dry, buying doubles like crazy up in that lounge. I'm like, "This is this is easy now." Aiton hit the first shot. I called the hardest shot. Like getting him to the first basket of the game. That's it was a plus eleven hundred. If it was by itself, I'm like, "This is gold." Walking out of this, I'm gonna have eight grand in my account. This is awesome. Not one guy campaign fouled out. With no oh. assists and three rebounds. That little guy had three rebounds and no assists. He's a point guard. Anyway, anyway you could get a note to him. Yeah. I How should, could you not well, have an assist? That's what I thought knowing Kevin, Kevin Ray, Ray would do. Yeah. I thought K Ray would help me out, but he doesn't even sit down by the teams anymore. He's up in the middle of a section now. They keep him away from the teams. It's probably because they know he knows me and I'll be asking him to do me favors. Cam, I need two assists. That's it. I think he ended up with one assist, maybe, last night. That was it. It's brutal. And then he, gets, he fouls out with one assist. I'm like, how in the world did a backup point guard foul out of the game? And he did. Uh, anyway, and that's the type of stuff you don't want to hear from the person who has told you earlier in the year, I don't even like basketball. I don't like it. I, again, they're all right. I mean, I pay attention to scores. But it is, it is happening. And you just if you're one of those people, it's not so much the people who are normal fans. It's the ones that aren't. You have to recognize that you jumped on the bandwagon, and there has to be less stigma attached. Yes, I'm a bandwagon fan. When somebody calls you that, just say, yup, and move on. Don't try to prove your worth because every fan remembers when you said something stupid. Like, I don't like basketball. If you said, I don't like basketball, and now you're trying to tell me how the series is going to unfold, that's enough. You have to admit, I'm the bandwagon guy. Or not even a bandwagon guy, just a know-it-all, just a dickhead. There was that girl that used to work in the sports station. Remember, she'd come in and start mouthing off about her team. Yeah. And we'd always, every time we'd be like, name three guys outside of your quarterback. Um, All right, get out. 
That should be easy. Give me one offensive lineman on your team. If you're going to come in here and mouth off. Get out. Bruno Mars didn't know nothing about her team. <laughs> Is that what you called her? Yes. Looks like know. it. That's hilarious. Well, that was ex- one they name looked I called exactly her. That's just, like, oh, we all called her names. <laughs> That's a great one, though. Yeah, Bruno didn't know about her team at all. My guys are going to kick your team's ass. We've got a better running back. What's his name? Uh, get up. Are you going to watch the game? No, I don't need to to know what's going to happen. That was Beth's big thing. Remember, she'd mouth oh, off about her team and tell you that your team is going to get its. They're going to get their asses kicked. Mike Austin Collie is going to catch forty-four passes. I'm like, you don't know how any of this works. <laughs> Stop saying things. You're just and if you're trying to dig into somebody, you're going to get punched in the nose. So understand when you're a bandwagon fan, uh, ladies and Larry. <laughs> I got to give it to Larry. Larry's like proud. He, he doesn't know anything. Yeah, he owns it. Like, he's super proud. He has no clue about sports. He's none. And I think as video game kind of sports have become a bigger thing, there's a little more pride in being a dude who doesn't know anything about sports. As I, I, this is my sport. And I'm like, all right. Because I know a lot of guys are like, I don't care about any of this stuff. I don't follow any of it. They follow other, other things on video games. And I wouldn't know. But, that, but you got to remember, if you're one of those people, imagine – if somebody like me came in and started to tell you about the video game you're playing because I just started, it would drive you bananas. And that's the same. I'm going to twitch my I don't like being the guy who screams out, name everybody on the team. But if you're going to get mouthy about it, you should know the team. Right. You know, you can't, you can't not know the backups and start screaming about the starters. There are beginner fans. Beginner fans. There's a beginner fans level. That's it. Yep. Fan 101. Yep. Which is yeah. fine, but if the beginner fan, I can understand if you're if they're saying, no, 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 I know more than you, that kind of thing. Right. All That's right, well then point. name the players. It's on people team, right? who, this was a Breaking Bad problem. Pe- uh, people who didn't watch any of it watched the end and had an opinion on the whole series. Drove me nuts. Sopranos people. Oh. They'd come in and go, I don't even understand the ending. I'm like, did you watch the whole thing? Well, I mean, watch the last five or six episodes. Like, how in the world? It wasn't very good. Oh, my God. Just get out of my life. If don't have an opinion on something that yourself. you were disinterested in and then suddenly found interest in it's somebody else's passion. It's just a strange thing. So to Zach, who emailed, I don't know how you handle it. You just tell the guy, hey, you're a little bit of a – I remember when you said you couldn't even make it through a game because they're boring or you don't like basketball or whatever you wrote in your email. And just say, what, what, why the sudden interest? Welcome aboard. I think Brady's little sugar is nice. Well, welcome aboard. And say it nicely, because I think that's where it gets, uh, oh, you said you hate it. And just go, oh, I'm glad you changed your tune, because I remember you said you didn't like basketball. Welcome welcome to the party. See, it's fun. See, we're having a great time, right? I never said that. Hmm. You're kind of a dick. Yeah, maybe that's it, too. Zach, you might work with just a dumbass. <laughs> that could be it. No fixing that. No, there is no fixing that. No you fixing find out that. the hard way that the dumbass is just going to be the dumbass. Uh, I also saw a story yesterday. These bother me because I'm not sure this is real. I'm st- Again, age adds an element of skepticism to everything. And when I start seeing this story, it's kind of biannually. Every couple of years this happens. Around April and May, you start hearing about the 12-year-old who graduated from college. Yeah. There's always one every couple of years. And I've never met one as an adult. I've never known a family that had one. I've never 
He's got a he, PhD. Yeah, he's got something. He's a like yeah, and he's twelve, and he's always reading in the womb, or or they have an answer of how it happened, and they got another one. This thirteen year old kid's going to graduate from the University of Minnesota, and it's always universities you'd never check into. It's not like Harvard or Yale or MIT or something amazing. He's a thirty graduated. He graduated. Can you imagine? Kirby's thirteen. Right. She graduated college. Yeah. Now. She's been in it for three years. She graduated. She started when she was ten. And I she, don't, I'm uh, starting to not believe these stories. I think this is just part of the. Been simulation. able to leave the house. What the do you mean? online online classes I in guess. order to go to you know college. His kid's name is Elliot Tanner. Uh, what caught Tanner. me? Yeah. What caught me? Mm-hmm. What caught me in this is his mom's name's Michelle Tanner. So I'm like, this simulation didn't even try. They just took names from Full House. <laughs> uh, he taught himself to read when he was two. That's a mom brag. That did not happen. No. Y- you can't just teach yourself what the letters sound like. You can't do it. You can't see it and teach yourself to read. Bench 200 at the age of three. <laughs> right. He taught himself to read. You know why? Because your kid's 31. There's, you're just, he's just stunted growth. He started to read when he was two or three. And we said, well, that's interesting. Wow, he can read. And uh, we didn't even teach him to do it. So he just picked it up. How did he know what the symbols were? Anyway, Tanner was reading at a college level when he was nine. And uh, then he graduated from Normandale Community College at age nine with an associate science degree. (laughs) All right. I hate him. There's no way he's going to be normal. And no way no one's going to want to. Who is he relating to? Like, even in 15 years. Well, I graduated when I was 12. So your life experience is terrible. You've Can't been in the workforce since you were... any of his yeah. peers. Yeah, you've been in the workforce no, since you were 13. He right. has to be. He has to be. Uh, I'm hoping to become a professor at the University of Minnesota in order to spread this joy and passion for physics with other people. That's right. He graduated with a physics yeah. degree. Yeah, my prof, the joy is, of my prof is younger than me. Yeah, bull... F- this kid isn't real. He's a, he's a deep fake. And for some reason, there's a story every couple years about this. I think it's just to make you feel bad about your dumb kids. Or it maybe, would be nice to have the follow-up a couple years yeah, later. Let's find out. One of these kids who graduated college when they were 13, How they, I, they, I bet you they all hang themselves. I bet you every one of them is dead by 19. That's not a normal existence. You're not a normal person. What, what do you do when you're 13? Go to work now? You go be a physicist or a professor? Why are you working? You Did one of them off. raid the Capitol a year right. ago? You know, were they in the political thing? <laughs> Maybe. Like, they're Mask not, fight. Yeah, something ain't right. I've, I don't think I've ever met one. I don't think I want to meet one. There's never been some wonderkind working around here. Like if 13-year-old's in the office, I'd send him out. Well, he's a graduate of the University of Minnesota. I'm like, even more reason to kick him out. He's arrogant, too. By the way, f*** your smart kid. I'd much rather have a D student kind of dopey glass-eyed kid with one wandering eye than I would some kid who graduated well beyond my abilities. You want some 12-year-old in here telling you about physics? No. Never. <laughs> Ever. I don't think they're real. I, I honestly think, like, the way people... I think it's a conspiracy. I think the moonshot people and the flat earthers, man, eh, you're crazy. But my theory about this, I don't think there's such a thing. I think it's actors. I'll go Alex Jones on this. They hire actors to make you feel bad about your kids. So you do more in liberal colleges. These libs act like kids can just pick up books and start reading. They're alien babies. I'll eat your ass, child.
But yeah, if there's a if there's a kid in here, could you imagine if Trip's like, all right, I'm retiring and replacing me is this twelve year old boy who's a wunderkind? <laughs> I don't want him here. I'm gonna kick the living out of him just with life experience. He's not that smart. He's book smart. He's doing whatever, but he's not gonna be able to talk to me about life. Young Sheldon is not real. It's just not a thing. And I can't stand it. And you wouldn't you shouldn't want your kid to be that way. You should let him be no. just super straight A's all why would you enroll your kid in community college at age eight? You're that's abuse. Go ahead. Get out there. Just get your associates. I don't know, the, the kid could be bored. Who knows? I mean, not having to deal with a bored a machine like that. He's probably just Fine. up information. And he sounds pretty self-sufficient. If he's real. He can teach himself to read. He's, he's, he's the most special child on the planet. He got a book and he understood what letters were immediately. Nobody had to tell him. About, no, we never taught him a thing. He just absorbed it. All right. So he's homeschooled by himself? Yeah. The only thing they should do to that kid is take him into that science lab he graduated from, cut him up, and, and like take a look inside. What's different about him? <laughs> we need to know. Dissect him. Because he's there's no way he's going to be normal. Have you ever met that a kid like that? No. Nobody in this room knows no. a single. We know a lot of people. Never once have we met. Oh, that this, I've got a friend named Terry whose kid graduated from college. Like seventeen, I've heard of that, and that's still yeah. weird. I remember, like in elementary school, a girl got bumped up a grade or two, but not yeah. not not that. Young. I've I mean, seen that. Yeah. And then you'll graduate high school at sixteen. Yeah, I've seen that. And they're Asian almost every time. <laughs> You have some white kid running around graduating from the University of Minnesota at age 12. Not real. I'm calling the shot there. That's flat earth stuff. That's moonshot. No way. We have how many people listening right now? Not one has said, my kid did it. It's not a thing. I just don't believe it. It says, uh, yeah, I said, John, you watched the Gacy documentary. John Gacy was one of those uh, really smart kids. Always stayed inside and read books. And then he became a killer clown because that's what happens to him. Yeah, they're not socially adaptable human beings. I've been working since I was 13 and busting my ass in the science lab. <laughs> You're going to blow the world up just goofing around. You know, most science that I was uh, in touch with when I was 13 was me and some kid named Vince. We're burning spiders with Aquanet and matches. That was my science. That's that was my graduation to. You didn't use the mag- magnifying glass and burn up some ants. Well, you could do some real damage here in Arizona with those magnifying yeah. glasses. Like it starts big, like brush fires. And I wouldn't trust recommend me, that. Our or thing the was Aquanet just thing. Our, our thing was really bad because it could blow up in your hand. You were into fire, matchbook fires oh, in the I garage. Loved fire. I was a. I was a, talk about a science degree. I was gasoline and me. Uh, were a bad match because I love. Did you audibly scream the at the matchbook, or did you just go in and, oh, no. and be calm about I, it? I, I lit the garage on fire and then walked inside and grabbed a pitcher of iced tea out of the refrigerator, followed by plumes of smoke. My dad goes, what the f*** going on in there? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> and then walked back in and tried to pour all the iced tea onto the fire I'd created, and that made more smoke. And when my dad opened the door to see what was going on, the whole place was just billowing. There's flames. The Oldsmobile is turning black. So you were, we're sort of a scientist. Yeah, he put it out. Uh, but then I was, well, that's the time he spanked me, and I crapped while he spanked me. Ah, just <laughs> it in. Yeah, his hand was mashing into my, he was just oh. mashing poo. It was a oh. fight. He was playing whack-a-mole with my turds. Ah. 
He didn't Got another know. one. I told him that just recently. <laughs> I remember that time I lit the garage on fire and you were spanking me. Oh, was, you were way too old for that. I'm like, well, let me let you in on a little thing here. Hand stomping. <laughs> you, I hope you didn't eat any finger foods after that because you were just smacking poop all over a young boy's ass. <laughs> That's not real. Is that real? That's very real. Oh, my God. I was so scared you were going to kill me. I started to literally started to defecate. <laughs> and you just started to smash it back in. Get back in there. Get in there. <laughs> no boy of mine's going <laughs> to while he gets punished. <laughs> yeah, it was great. But I deserved every second of that. But, yeah, I, that, that was as smart as I was at 13. I was kind of a smart 13-year-old, not college-level graduate. Well, what are you going to do with that? Kirby's, Kirby's that age. You should imagine how annoying she'd be if she was smarter than you already. Well, I they mean, did a uh, poll on parents. We're not going to go down that road. Come on. <laughs> Anyway, they, congratulations, they asked a thousand parents what the most difficult age is, and fifteen years old. Oh God! Oh, I thought they were asking the parents. I'd be Good like, luck, Toledo. Thirty-eight. No, that was the toughest year. That was last year. <laughs> yeah, it was a rough one. You that was when that? he did everything in like three months: <laughs> pot, vape, drinking, everything. He was a kid. He was a kid. He was a young boy. He was. He was see, I had to go to therapy for it. You had to go to therapy. I did. Yeah, well, it's good for you. I need to talk to you about not killing someone. Yes. Because there's was one kid. That was almost literally what I said to Katrina the first meeting. How do I not kill my child? Yeah, if somebody said to you what the toughest age of parenting is, you'd have said 52. Like, no, 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 the boy. I'm like, oh, no, it was for me. It was miserable last year. Exactly. I don't care about his age, me. Yeah. Brady, what's your toughest age so far with Kirby? Have you had one? No, but I, I see that, you know, yeah. she's two years out from 15. Oh, wait, high school. We'll see. Yeah. Would Ronnie answer the question she the same way? She's to definitely have some of those swings, like the teen swings, uh, uh, tears or. Oh, wait till they start chirping back at you. Oh, yeah. She cries at you? <laughs> Every once in a while, and you know, just, uh, it's just, I expect that. I mean, I'm I'm looking for things like that happening, but. Other things that magnify are the mood swings as far as anger. Well, that's because the period showed up. Tomato pants. That could be. <laughs> and you, you are God, in you ain't talking about that thing. <laughs> that vagina is just, that is like a planet of just giant marauding Look, I just leave the evil house. aliens. I don't, uh... That vagina is like, it's just bringing it up. It's like, ah, it's a planet of murderers that you just don't ever want to visit. All right, that's enough. Talking about a lady part. I'm not I like her. how you tried to cover it up with anything but that, though. You know, <laughs> right. the mood swings. She has periods. She's tears, 13 now. You know, of course she's going to. I've noticed some mood swings in her. Now yeah, that the house 28 is days, cycled every up, Every 28 John. days, I'm sure. It's like the end of one of those drug commercials. You'll <laughs> see this, 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 it this, is. and this, and then you might die. <laughs> I might have seen a mood swing or two. I, I'm a period tracker. Of course. It's a girl. She just started to have her tomato pants. I don't know when. You wouldn't let us in on it. We all had bets. High five. I'm out. Oh, boom. Out. But I don't think you're going to have bad years as a parent. I'm still knocking on wood on that. Yeah, it's been pretty you're, darn good. Well, right, because you're the type of person that just will overlook that part. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'm going to just act like that was normal. And that's the better way. People get all bogged down. Like Toledo's sitting there trying to figure Let her do drugs until she's done. Who cares? Do like Brady does. Just walk around it and act like it didn't happen. Hope you survive it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Seems like that's what kids do. I like like Brady said, it's a phase. Get over it. I'm going to go golfing. And that's the right parenting. As a man, that's the right way to parent. He turned 16, and like you, he's motivated by driving. So it's oh, like my God. He can that's... hold everything over him. 
Uh, yeah, and then I had then then the leverage changed yep. back. Yeah, no, that was my thing when the car came along. I didn't straighten up. I got worse as far as like not being responsible. Yeah, my problem was I got a job when I was fifteen, and I liked the money more than I liked school. So I started to be like really responsible there and irresponsible at school. And they threatened to take my job away. I'm like, wait a second, that's cash. Well, he's he's working in the restaurant industry this. You know, now in this summer, he's going to be able to work all the time. Is he working now? Yeah, he's working at Painted Mountain Golf Course. Oh, he is? Yeah. So it was DQ and then someplace else, and now this? Not someplace else. Oh, just DQ first. Yeah, just DQ. It was before DQ. Wasn't there one in between there? there Well, he was thinking about getting the higher pay at Andy's. Oh, that's right. right. That was right. That was the custard place. Chris was was playing the job roulette (laughs) for a while. He was leveraging 10 cents more an hour on different places. Guess where Chris works now? He's DQ. a sandwich artist. Oh, is he at Subway? <laughs> yep. Good on him. Yep. You know what? There's a kid who's 13, got a science degree at I University know. of Minnesota, I and know. your 18-year-old is a sandwich artist. I know. That's what these articles do. They make you feel like garbage about your kid. Your kid's totally normal. Totally normal. Being a sandwich artist. He's on his way up to NAU on scholarship. Perfect. And, and, and whipping out some of those tasty uh, cold-cut combos. <laughs> That's what a normal 17, 18-year-old is supposed and to be doing. he enjoys that uh, the employees get the free yeah. food while yeah. you're working. Fumbling around trying to find a pair of nipples that he can touch. <laughs> Being bad at it. Not 13 <laughs> and in the science lab with the other professors. No. I hate that kid. He, his mind is going to be blown next year up at NAU. Sure. He's going to meet some liberal girl that's going to be uh, oh, yeah. a flasher. Oh, yeah. Liberal with those cans. He's going to grow up fast. Because he's dating a Mormon girl now. He ain't. What's the point? Soak it. He's not soaking. (laughs) He's not soaking. I don't think he even knows. He's soaking a little roast beef and some au jus. That's about it. (laughs) Well, anyway, I hate that. And if you have a kid that's uh, going to college and it's like nine or ten, I don't want to hear from you ever. I don't like you. I don't like your kid. I don't think you want to hear from him. Nobody wants to hear. Yeah, the parents parents probably are like, ugh, this kid. You're proud of them, but you're like, oh, I would rather have a normal one. <laughs> I don't want an irregular, super smart kid. How many are there? That's I wonder. too much pressure. Yeah, they're terrible. The Doogie Housers of the world. Yeah, there's a bunch, according to the news, and, and usually it is. Every other year, you get like a batch. Like we'll get two or three. That's like that's strange. And I know it's kind of rare, but it's not that rare that the news can. Oh, they always find them. But where was? See, and this is where. Where's the? He enrolled in the University of Minnesota three years ago. Where was the news then? That's more impressive that a nine-year-old passed all the tests to get into the University of Minnesota. Yeah. That's a PR move. Whether he gets in or out, whether he graduates, I don't expect him to graduate. He's nine. Come on. He's halfway to to voting. And you let him run the science lab? weirdos get him into one of those think tanks up at mit or something mit doesn't want a nine-year-old hanging around in there 12 year old looking at him going you guys are doing this all wrong shut up sixth grader <laughs> i'm a university of minnesota graduate so what you're still 13 get out of here and the first time you you know 69 you're allowed back in the room but he's still not allowed in that Jeez. class you gotta at least experience some I have uh, the the eye of Sauron staring back at you. A little life experience in there. A couple of bad dates, a couple of breakups, some heartache. Last thing you want is the university professor to have his first heartbreak and the meltdown that ensues from that while he's grading papers of people who are actually in college for a reason. 
And the mom's name being Michelle Tanner was a dead giveaway that K- KSTP up in Minnesota just made this up. Well, I bet you the dad's name was Danny Tanner. This kid's going to be so angry. You think? Oh, because imagine all the people that he's listening to, any teacher or anything that, no, that's not right. Right. You don't have your facts right. Look at this that. little punk kid knows leaning it. on the, the M as in Minnesota up there. Oh, get out of little here. Little jerk. Little bastard. <laughs> Nobody likes you. <laughs> you guys are being mean to a child. Yeah, well, he's not being a child. He's acting like an adult. So welcome to the real f- world, kid. Hey, John, my kid's going to the University of Minnesota. Don't worry. I'm going to have my kid beat the crap out of that <laughs> yeah, kid. Yeah, find him in an alley and send beat the tar out of him. Send me a bumper sticker and I'll put it on his ass and send you guys the picture. Do it. I need picture it didn't happen. Send your boy up to the University of Minnesota and beat the living tar out of the nine-year-old that's teaching science. How much do you feel? Like, What does it cost to go to the university? If I went to community college and my teacher was under the age of 15, I'd demand my money back immediately. Well, he's a genius. I don't care. I don't want a 15-year-old professor to teach me anything, ever, no matter how brilliant he might be. Nobody wants to hear from teenagers. You don't want Doogie Howser in there? No. Okay. That Greta Thunberg's a super smart girl. Don't want to hear from her until she's at least able to buy me a drink in a bar. You have to be 21 or older to have an opinion. I'll look at you and nod and go, thank you for making words, and it seems like you're going the right direction, but your opinion means nothing to me. You have no say in this world at all. Especially if it's something about uh, anything, business, anything. Let me tell you how to run your. It can be about Rainbow Bright, and I'm still not interested in your opinion. University of Minnesota costs more than ASU, and and you got a kid professor. Fifteen five for in state at uh, University of Minnesota. Eleven three in state at ASU. Yeah. Twenty nine in state at ASU. Thirty four in or out of state at uh, University of Minnesota. Jay Gutentag just sent. She said, "I I sent a clip, man." I bet you she, when she was in the joint, was like, almost every girl in there was like a uh, prodigy at some point. Until <laughs> you knocked it yeah. out of him. Yeah, and then I had to chin check that right out of him. Guess what? We're all even in the in the joint, sister. Dick. But yeah, I just don't want to hear from that. I don't want to hear from your kids, especially really smart ones. Blech. Yuck. Brady, your child was perfect the other night. She spoke when she was spoken to. She kept it down, she giggled when she wanted, and she smelled the weed in the air and she enjoyed it. That's what a normal 13-year-old would do. She had her head in the air like a, that's nice, what is that, aroma? And didn't ask enough to, like, to bother people or start begging for it. She was quiet, she talked to Mama and Dada about what she needed, she didn't bother Uncle John, she didn't hit Brett up for anything, she kept it to herself. Are you worried at all about the Christian school reputation? Because... Where I'm from, girls well, at Christian schools and boys at Christian schools are. That's the, Catholic schools. Well, Catholic yeah. school too, yeah. Christian schools are just with their Catholic schools where the pregnancies happen. Yeah. That's good stuff. Not too worried yet. Hey, you're not there's gonna be time. Bothered. You won't be bothered by it. You've got it all figured out when it comes to just being aloof. <laughs> and you're right. Don't, don't take that as an insult. It's like, look, eh, haven't had, had to deal with it yet because you choose not to. And that's smart. For all you know, Kirby could be doing heroin. As long as it's not affecting the two of you right now, everything seems yep. wondrous. Are you, are you still Kirby's buddy? 
Of course. Yeah. Nice. Why wouldn't you be? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Kirby wants it. Kirby gets it. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Kirby knows where I her forgot. bread is buttered. I forgot. There was a full-on foot-down moment in this studio about three weeks ago. Kirby wants to rise against much. Sure I'm not gonna... sure that's going to happen or I not, I haven't John. made a decision on that. My head, my yeah, head naturally did. just started shaking at you <laughs> like, are you insane? Do you hear yourself? Like you're gonna, and, I, and I said it. Kirby will be there. Kirby will be backstage. She will be next to you the whole time, and she will get whatever she wants. I don't know. I haven't made that choice. And he stayed to almost the end of the show, <laughs> and too. Kirby wanted we were to all see gone it. already. <laughs> Brady had to stay late because yep. Kirby wanted to see Rise a Again. a fan. <laughs> and you stood by. Because you were and acting like you had a decision to make that night. Get out of here, you. I did learn something new What's about that? my wife. Oh, yeah? That she feels she can control the mosh pit. So know. she's one standing around the ring pushing people back. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's dumb. I've been here many a times. Wow. She's got a life you don't know. I I, yeah, she had a pit life I didn't know about. <laughs> she's leading, she's leading the like, pit life. You don't Would understand. If it's 400 pounds coming at you, yeah. <laughs> as strong as you think you are, yeah. that wave of people. And, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe a little rusty in the pit. Doesn't seem like she's been in there an awful right. lot the last however long you've known her rusty in so many pits yeah 17 years <laughs> suddenly she's just got her old chops back throwing bows and dropping dropping hammers you got kirby protected good good okay <laughs> i'm gonna go over here uh, now pit master ronnie <laughs> did you have a discussion in the car about that? you just accepted it valderie valderie no i went in there, there and i stood next to kirby and i i moved kirby and i away a little bit i'm like if you want to do this and she and two other girls were over there and I'm like, sure. you're gonna get taken out. Yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't just show up in the pit and act like everything is. That's very strange. Get in there, sister. Yeah, I'm confused by that. I would. I would have a lot more questions. You just kind of let her go. Well, no. After about the second time of pushing her back, I'm like, come on over here. Let someone else take that job. But did you not ask in the car? Uh, you say you did a lot of pits, eh? Well, I know she went to a lot of concerts. But she was a pit master. That seems that that would have come up over the years. No, I knew better than that. You're no pit master. Not the way you see it. Yeah. There's a pig involved in fire. A rotisserie. Yeah. A rotisserie. <laughs> you know. saying like she, you don't have any stories of her getting her eyes blackened while she's in the pit. No, and, I don't. Yeah. I think she Kiss would always, doesn't have a pit. She would no, always stay say. around the pit. I don't think she ever jumped in. Yeah. But Kiss she was always around. But she told you the other night, I've been in many of these. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta see, and this is what I'm saying. This is what that's the Brady. Look, it's not a bad way to live. I've been in a ton of these. Eh, all right, I'll make up my own story around that. And... Whatevs. <laughs> see you in Kirby later. Is that a needle? Anyway, Valderie, Valdera. That's the smarter way to go, Brady. But I knew when you started to mouth off that you had a decision to make on whether or not Kirby was going to even go. And you were putting your foot down with me, that was for sure. It's basically saying, I'm going to be working. I don't need her tagging along. All depends on how the setup is. It worked out Backstage. That's not what you said. (laughs) Dad, we'll see. She'll be backstage. No, sir. No, sir. That is not going to be a thing. I'm like, actually, well, that's all right. We know it's fine. (laughs) Nope, I haven't made that decision. Like, you don't get that decision. You you haven't made it because it isn't yours. (laughs) Put my fist down. And Uh within seconds of Brady arriving, I look over and I'm like, yep. In tow, backstage, asking, "Hey, where's my free? Where's my free food?" <laughs> this pass doesn't get me into the uh, buffet, does it? 
great stuff. And good for them and good for you. You've worked out a system. You've just kind of turning a blind eye to all that stuff and Kirby's heroin uh, addiction. Heroin. Nobody will even notice. <laughs> On its way. That's right. But at least she's not a jackass 13-year-old graduating college because I'd rather hang out with a heroin addict than that. At least they've got some experience you can talk about. There's no relating to anybody when you're 13 and you're a college graduate. You have no peer group at all. None. Yeah, I don't think the uh, professor thing will come for a couple of years. Well, well then, now, so what's he going to do? More school? Get even weirder? It's Get just the yeah, real world. Yeah. How? With who? Who's he hanging out with? He's certainly he's got not, some online friends. He's not going to relate to 13-year-olds. Yeah, and you know what? He's going to meet him in a mall. He's going to get raped by one because that's what happens to people who are outside of he's their He's got a real realms. good opportunity to teach classes at the Vatican. <laughs> oh, that's true. They'll take him. The church will take him. In Father heartbeat. Dale's always hiring over there. So. <laughs> they don't like really smart 13-year-olds. They like the kind of the dopey ones, but yeah, it's, it's just dangerous. If you've got a super smart kid and you think you can get into college early, what's the rush? So you can be on the news. I've never heard of one doing anything great, ever. I, I never. Like, oh, he's that kid that graduated when he was nine. I bet you Elon Musk could have gone to college when he was like four. I think he, I think he did get an early Maybe. degree of some sort. He might be the only in one. South Africa. But also he's goofy. He's on the he's spectrum. Super spectrum he says so. But he's also goofy yep. and on the spectrum. Yep. He's not goofy because he's on the spectrum. He's goofy and on the mm-hmm. spectrum. It's strange. We'll all be on the spectrum together as normal people living normal lives. Well, that's what the spectrum does first and foremost. It makes you awkward socially. Right. But he's goofy and awkward socially. Like he says crazy stuff and doesn't have any human emotion to back it up. (laughs) He's a robot. Kind of an entertaining one. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Of course, the Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Biggest selection in the Valley of Pivot. Rocky Mountain, Santa Cruz, Ibis, Kona. You want a mountain bike, you need the service, you need the accessories, Action Ride Shop is the place to go. ActionRideShop.com is where you're going to find them, plus on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and all that And it's stuff. riding weather, right. man. Yeah. It's ready I think to we're going to go today, actually. April and May. Go? A lot of bees. Problem is bees. Oof. I used to not ride in April and May because of the bees. And I got stung and the other day. I don't know hoodies and everything, yeah. too, in the summertime. Love that. Lunatic. Man, that isn't normal. Our polar bear day tree right now sounds like uh, Is it humming? Like a like hive? Yeah, I don't like the bees. Oh, they're looking for a new home. Yeah, they're all over the trails. But they're great. No, I don't like that. So I usually wait until it gets real hot, throw in the beekeeper outfit, and then go riding. <laughs> but on the list, we got uh, Volbeat, Jack White, Deftones, The Stooges making an appearance, uh, Queensryche, Ozzy, The Hunger, um, so Rammstein, Offspring, Static X, and uh, Terror put a new song out yesterday oh. called Boundless Contempt. Did so, you hear it yet? Yeah, it's like pretty it? heavy at the first. Pretty Terror? It, yeah, it's, it's right. definitely Terror. Terror's a bike riding song. Yeah. Get this going with your action ride. Right. Put this in your, uh, in your phone and plop it down on your handlebars and, and you'll go a thousand miles an hour. And they'll be in town at the end of next month, so... That's right. Memorial Day weekend, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Terror is going to be... Where are they playing again? Uh, Crescent, I believe. The Crescent Ballroom. Yeah. Ooh. And you saw them last time when they were over at the Mason Jar. Yep. Or whatever. Great show. What's it called? The Anvil? No. The, the Rebel Lounge. Rebel Lounge. Yeah. That's right. I've named them all. <laughs> the, every name that place has been. Mason Jar, Gay Anvil, Rebel Lounge. No longer gay. Uh, all right. We'll do a little Terror. Then. All right. Do you have it loaded? Do you have it ready? I, 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 I can pull it. You got it? All right. I think I can pull it up here. Red will do it. Terror is one of those bands that you're going to run. Oh, yeah. You're going to run a little faster. You're going to drive. You're going to drive a little faster. What's the song called? This is Boundless Contempt. Okay. Yeah, these guys get it. What is it, a minute and 41 seconds? I think it's two minutes or something. Yeah, that's like the that. best part of it. Yeah. 
I had to stop listening. Get in, to them. get out. <laughs> the, I had to stop listening to them when I rode my uh, mountain bike because it was. You get a little aggressive. Oh yeah, it's it's weird. This pit that Ronnie was probably in once. Well, she'll control a terror. Sure, yeah, pit, she'll I'm control sure. the terror pit. No problem. We're, uh, can Ronnie go with us to terror? Absolutely. So we don't get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing we were just talking about about fans. Who jumped on the bandwagon? Ronnie's starting to talk her pit life. I don't know how you don't have more questions. I don't know how you just don't. Hold on a second. When in the world were you a pit gal? No, I've been in plenty of pits. All right, let's talk about that because that's new to both of our. I've known you for almost 20 years, and this is all brand new to me. What, armpits? Yeah, what kind of pits were you in? Were you throwing bows? That's the first time. She traveled to some shows. Which ones? Tool. She went to a pit. No pit there. Yeah, and Kiss was, you know... No, definitely not a pit. No, your wife needs break to be, a hip no, at that show. Yeah. <laughs> your show wife needs her hand smacked for this pit expertise. It's the same as the dude that comes up, starts talking playoff basketball. Like you, you said you hated basketball two weeks ago. I mean, you've lived in the world of rock and roll, and she just now hit you with, I'm a pit master, by the way. <laughs> Come on. I consider it, you know, I guess it's being up front, you know, working your sure. way up front. Like, a lot of girls will do that. Right. That's standard concert that stuff. Girls, that's not it always is. That's not the pit. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, you're talking about her getting pushed around. Again, you and know. she's controlling the edge of it. A couple it. of drinks. <laughs> I admire your lack of curiosity. <laughs> or just not buying into yeah, it. Just, just looking at her going, you're crazy, bitch. <laughs> and then just moving on with the day. I, I, look, I, I could take You're lessons. not going to control a pit. I ask not too many questions. Like, wait a minute. Like, I'll start. Like, hold on a tick. Not in any pits. I've known you for twenty years. You've never once brought this up. And then I would, I would dissect that whole thing down I don't to your doubt liar. That she's been around them. That's all I was she, saying. She's but aware of alone. Them. Look to feel that all been around them. them. Right. And but she, you know yeah. how you get. Uh, sure. You know. You have a couple but to of turns underneath, and the, sure. you, she got some. Some My first pit muscles. was here with this yeah. station at Corn Show, and I got right out. Yeah, I don't like being in the middle. I'm with you. Right out. I'm not. I'm not hanging around with those. Oh, Jesus Christ, you've seen the size of my nose? This thing's <laughs> destined to get smashed in here. That was one time we were at uh, we were at Sounds of the Underground. I believe it was Sounds of the Underground. And uh, Guar was on stage. Oh. And Mangoop showed up. He was drunk. <laughs> and he got in a circle pit, but the moron went the wrong way. <laughs> oh. So he was just getting elbowed oh. and stuff. So then I got the promo crew coming up to me and go, hey, man, your buddy's like up at the, the first got, aid station. Got what salmon. happened? Yeah. He's just standing there with a bloody nose. Broke his nose. Drooping. Oh, yeah. Nothing about that sounds fun. I went to concerts to see girls take their shirts off and stuff. That was it. And enjoy the music. I never wanted to fight anybody there. John, I can see how the dinner conversation tonight is going to go at the Bogans. Pit, huh? But you won't 69. <laughs> All right. Well, she's used to pushing people away. Yeah. Controlling. She's controlling the, the, the problem. The attack is usually going to get pushed away. <laughs> right. So pit, huh? If I get it, I gotta go flippers up in order to six <laughs> We used to play that. Game it was good to hear from Kirby up, about about up. that too. About sixty nine? No. Oh, thank God. The pit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done talking to you for a second. That was an odd interjection. A- another text. I look forward to when Marcus takes a vacation so Ronnie oh, yeah. can host in. Oh, the yeah, pit. maybe oh, she yeah. could do it. Ronnie, Ronnie Bogan's into the pit. <laughs> See if she gets a little mouthy about that. She's a pit master. I admire you, Brady. <laughs> All right, whatever. And just moving on. Yeah, I, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's it's a hard thing. Let's for go me. home, Pitmaster. It is a hard thing for me now. And but you do the thing where you saddlebag it and you'll throw it at her later. I I just try to dissect it to a point where they're angry at me for even bringing up stuff. 
Like you are, that is inaccurate. Don't tell people that. And I would have asked question after question. Tool and kiss, please. The pit. It's more dangerous to work a kitchen at those things. It's more <laughs> dangerous to wheel Jean back and forth. You're going to. A kiss pit would be hilarious, though, because all those walkers would be like a, like a, the slowest Star Wars scene of all time. Canes and walkers banging into each other. Uh, all right, let's terror. Let's do it. I can't wait to see Ronnie in the pit at this show. Oh, it's going to be so good. She's going to be. <laughs> we'll th- get her in there. Terror will probably be like, all right, Phoenix, we won't start until the super pit master of Phoenix is in the pit herself. Please welcome Ronnie Bogan. I'm writing a book called I'm with the pit. <laughs> Slippers up. I haven't been in one in 20 years, but that doesn't stop me. Here we go. It's terror. And Ronnie will be in the... You can meet Brady's wife in the pit uh, whenever they're here, May 27th or whatever it is. <laughs> it's terror, everybody. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite. Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.